built-in limiter. Oh, yeah, man. it's a Cleveland yeah. Motor Podcast, and we are running. Yes, it has a built-in limiter. Guess what happens when you hit the limit? Shit gets sucky for a little while. It's supposed to not. I That's know, what it's right? For. So yeah. So uh, <laughs> podcast. I don't know what number we're on at this point. Two hundred two. Two hundred two. Two hundred three. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, so we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna go around the table. You're gonna say your name, and you're gonna say what you've been riding all week. If you've been riding at all. Yeah. The Susker, and I haven't ridden anything because I've been traveling all over uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> you have become an, M- an emissary to I, Milwaukee? I, 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 yeah. Cheese head? Cheddar yeah, Pretty much. Cheese curds are amazing, though. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I actually had a, chi- uh, a cheese Especially curd burger up in... Uh, up no in meat North. at all? Just all curds? Curds and just the, the patty. And really? The, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. It, was, it, nice. was, it was really good. And Oscar, or Oscar's left? Uh, it's Dustin, and I've been on my DRZ400 Supermoto. Pretty much. They, we've had the week of weather. Oh, yeah. It's mm, been perfect. Yeah. It's been riding got, weather. I already got a couple hundred, probably about 500 miles on my new tires, which Good. are awesome and yeah. sticky. And What did you go with on those? Did you go with uh, the Dunlop's? The Dunlop Sport Max. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, confidence boosting compared yeah, to those rock hard Pirellis I had on there. <laughs> it's those Pirellis. Just we, we were talking about that earlier. They're good tires. They just take forever to warm up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you can have somebody following you around with tire warmers, you're good to go. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, I, I agree. It ain't going to work out too well for you. I had to watch it the first hundred or so miles. Yeah. You know, the whole break-in period to get the mold release off because mm-hmm. they were so confidence inspiring. Yeah. I was down in the Metro Parks just kind of working it out and. I'm getting in the turns. I'm like, oh, yeah, go lower. Go lower. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, well, no, no, no. Wait. Hold on. Mold release. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Way to loop it real quick all of a sudden is you just explore that next half inch of tire <laughs> and get all that decent mold release at the side. Think WD-40 on your tire. Pretty right. Yeah. And she has left? Uh, Johnny Mac. Uh, last time I was out was with you when we were scouting for the D- GGR. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was good ride. Been busy. Yeah. 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 Were you on your KLR for the DGR? Yep. KLR for the DGR. <laughs> KGR. Kaler, DGR. DRZ, DGR. The, what was that? The, the CVR? <laughs> the CBR, Cuyahoga Valley region? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. And to his left? Uh, Steve Sleepy Cinch. Um, I've been riding every. This last week has been awesome. A wedding anniversary was last weekend, and all of a sudden my wife turned into a motorcyclist. Full on? Like she went from yeah. riding her little, her little Metropolitan. Yeah. She booted me off my buddy, took the buddy. I was on my Stella. Yeah. We, all day long, just went. And then we went to a motorcycle show. And hung out at a motorcycle show, and she was happy about it. She increased it. her displacement by 150%. Like, I was so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, in one move. Yeah, so we did that. Then Sunday, we rode to my daughter's play on scooters, and then we went for a ride on the Super Tenre. And then all week long, I've been riding Super T, Husky, the Buddy. You the literally green had a, bastard. I've a had whole a, week of motorcycle. Yeah, I haven't stopped yet. This week's been awesome. That's fantastic. That's so rare. That's, that's a great... But I'm paying for it now with this bank situation. Yeah, so, we've, you know, that, that. we've said for the past week we've had the weather that people in San Diego dream of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the windows are open at night, the house is cool, and you go out and ride, you wear your gear, and you're not dying. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty freaking great. Every day that it said it was going to rain, it didn't. That's right. We, we, it's nice. been weird. It's been on and off, so it's been kind of strange in the rain development. There's the, a bit of uh, decent cloud coverage, too, that kept it... Yeah. The, the glare and the, the it's been good. It's been beating a good sun off you. So. And then to his left is Ben Rich. It, I've been riding a Zero SR from Florida <laughs> to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I guess you've been riding one bike. Yep. <laughs> I have and not I'm missed stopped. the rain. <laughs> I got a little rain in Kentucky, but that's all right. God. And so this leg of the journey, so you said you were home for how many days before you launched again? How many, how many rest days did you have? So, uh, well, this is this is the first leg of my trip for this Okay, summer. for this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm a teacher. I teach physics and environmental science at a private high school near New York City. And I, um, so in the summers, I ride my, my Zero SR across the country because nice. I love road trips. I have a fast charging system on there, so I go about 400 miles a day. And... Uh, <laughs> Which yeah, is already. I mean, but, that's, but electric motorcycles can't that do that. They, they, they can't travel that far is what everybody always says. And that's, you're here yeah. saying, no, absolutely not. They do. And I'm not the only one doing it anymore. Right. Uh, last, I've been, this is my sixth year doing a cross-country electric motorcycle trip. Sometimes cross-country is north-south. <laughs> so right, right, right. I do like Maine to Florida because I am originally from New England. I'm okay. from New Hampshire. But, um, so I'll do Maine and then my family's in Florida. So I'll visit them sense. down there. So yeah. that's why I go. Mm-hmm. But um, but I make sure to hit the Blue Ridge Parkway uh, oh, and yeah. just like veer off I-95 
uh, one of my most hated roads, and yeah. go down the Blue Ridge Absolutely. Parkway, my favorite road in the United States. And uh, yeah, so I, I just go down and I. Stay I think with it's friends. interesting that you know, on this trip, I know last time when you were traveling, a big part of your trip was you were covering the distance. You were literally going four corners of the United States. It yeah. looked like on the map, Pan American. Yeah, and the map that you were just covering distance like mad. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like this time you're slowing down a little bit, both for range opportunities, like to enhance your <laughs> distance, but also to make the trip more fun. Well, it's, yeah, the, the purpose of the trip, you know, like why we ride, you know, you, you ask anyone why they ride and you'll get like slightly oh, yeah. different nuanced answers from everyone. So, um, so I, I wanted to be the first person to ride cross country. Mm-hmm. Terry Hirschner beat me, beat me by six months. <laughs> Jerk. God damn it, Terry. Uh, so no, he's, Terry needs a job. He's <laughs> he's a friend. No, he's a great guy. And I've, be, I've come to know him a lot. Yeah. So I became the second person to ride cross-country from Charleston to Google headquarters near San Francisco. Yep. Did that in 2013 with like 10 other people. We, yep. and we had an electric car, my electric motorcycle, electric scooters, and an electric bicycle. Right. And a generator. The full electric support system. And uh, we had, we had a... Uh, uh, yeah, so we, we had a blast doing yeah. that, and we only went 100 miles a day wow. because the guy on the bicycle. So we took 44 yeah. days to do it, about 4,500 miles total. There's my moxie. And that, that, that got moxie. me into it. I was just like, all right, I can do that. And at that time, there wasn't really a lot of aftermarket fast charging systems, mm-hmm. but someone mm-hmm. just developed one, so I got that, and I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to do my own road trip down the Blue Ridge Parkway and then visiting. I had a cousin getting married in St. Louis and friends in Chicago. And it's at that time. Pretty epic. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. That's but cool. at the same time, like, I was all about, like, I'm going to show people how awesome electric motorcycles are. And I would ride at 45 miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, I would ride, like, 70 miles, and then I would charge for an hour and a half. Okay. So it ended up like riding for one hour and charging for two, or riding for one and charging for an hour and a half or something like that. So it was definitely more charging than riding time. Okay. And then each year, the batteries get bigger, the charging systems mm. get faster. You and said now you, you've gone that. through a 2012, a 2014, and now you have a 2016. Yeah, now I have a zero. 2016 Zero SR. So now I ride for two hours and charge for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and that is a much Big more acceptable yeah. ratio. And that's, I mean, you think about, <clears throat> I know zero this year for the first time when I was at the training and they said, well, due to the advancements we've made in our onboard charging and our level two charging, that we're telling people that we're charging at 100 miles per hour. And that's a really tough number to get your head around because you sit there and you're like, I really don't want to drive that bike at faster than 100 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But I'm charging it at 100 miles per hour. And you have to take that number apart a little bit. So if you break that number down and you go, okay, well, you're charging that bike at 100 miles per hour, meaning that if you're driving it at 50 miles per hour, then you're, dilap- you're draining that battery at a given rate. The one thing about electrics that I, after you left today, it was hilarious because two guys came in that were absolutely game on ready to buy ready to buy zero motorcycles but the one guy had the i want the maximum range and the other guy said i'm gonna ride 40 miles a day yeah right and he's he's like i'm gonna ride 40 miles a day i'm gonna commute 40 miles a day i don't want to drag around enough battery to go 160 miles yeah because i'm gonna do 40 days i was like yeah put him on a 7.2 absolutely brilliant i'll put you on a a small lightweight motorcycle with tons of storage built into it that has a two cell battery, you know, a two battery brick. And he instantly got it. He's going to be a customer. The other guy is not going to be a customer. The other guy is like, well, what if I want to ride to Cincinnati? And as soon as somebody says that, you're not really a zero buyer unless you're what you're into, which is the logistics of planning your day to the point where you can say, I'm charging in 45 hours but or 45 minutes and riding for two hours. Yeah, the, the stop is part of the adventure. Absolutely. And so, like, when I ride near cities, I'm charging at electric car charging stations. Yep. 
and they're, they're everywhere in New York City. So I have an app. It's called PlugShare. You can look it up online. You don't have to download it. If you no. look up online, PlugShare.com, you can see where all the charging stations are. And I have a really dumb basic question. Yeah. Do you have to pay to charge, or is, are these free, or how does it work? They're mostly free. Really? So, okay. like, going from New York City to Florida to here, I've paid a total of $10. Wow. About. Um, and so most of the places, uh, they want you to eat at their restaurant. Right. That's what I was going to say. Or sleep at their motel or something. What's the funnest or, or shop and what's the lamest one you've had to, you know, if you go to a car charging station. Oh, yeah. Is it fun waiting that 45 minutes? Like, you can you can sit there, you can have lunch and stuff like yeah. that. Most of them are at a place where you'd want to hang out for 45 minutes. You went to a town that yeah. had many, many chargers and none of them were turned on. Many outlets. Many outlets. They they had outlets on plywood yeah. boards. Yeah. Like dozens of out not like they had dozens of one ten volt outlets yeah. on plywood boards. They must be for concerts or something crazy like that. And NEMA 1450 plugs, which are the RV park mm-hmm. plugs, mm-hmm. and none of them had any power. Yeah. And I was almost out of juice. This is a different story. Yeah. I do want to get back to your question. Um, but so I get to this place and I'm at like almost at zero percent and I'm plugging in to everyone, because you, you know, work. like when you're desperate, you're yeah. just like, maybe this one will work yeah. after you've tried Port 20. any storm, and it's yeah. like, no, yeah. it's not going to work, you idiot. So, so <laughs> then I the found a nearby KOA, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, okay, it's it's six miles away. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do this. So I'm feathering the throttle, and I'm I'm almost. What are you like, showing as a, your charge on your clock? Like zero? You're at like it goes to zero, but is it like a car yeah, where you hit empty, zero. but you still got a little bit more? My or? current bike does have. When does that. it shut off and just say you're Depends done? On your bike. The one I was riding was a 2014 model year, which is an anomaly, yeah. and that one um, did not count the charge well once you got really close to zero. So I I didn't know exactly how much. Now I I was more familiar with my bike than like anyone else <laughs> and i didn't know when it was going to cut out on me so i'm going to this koa surprise you're out of juice motherfucker oh, <laughs> oh yeah that I mean, is it a hard stop though i mean i've never ridden it one into the ground so like does it just say wait a second we're way too low this is unhealthy for the battery you're done oh no it it, it goes low power yeah. so like you'll you can go 35 miles an hour but you can't go highway there's speed. a double oh, secret okay. eco mode is what i call it right right yeah. it's an eco mode that you don't press the button for it's, it's one that's awarded it's to you, you yeah. when you get to such a low battery level. We're yeah. just trying yeah. to keep you moving till you get to a charging station. Exactly. And, and like, by the way, chill out. <laughs> Settle down with that throttle wrist, all right? So in, in Michigan, I was just collecting Michigan as a state, right? I was collecting states. I'm the first person to ride through all the lower 48 states. And so I was going through Ohio, and I just dipped into, into uh, Michigan. And this town with all these outlets didn't work out. And I'm going to this KOA, and I go up to the top of an overpass. And as I crest, the throttle gives me no response anymore. And I coast down the, the overpass into the KOA. <laughs> and so I have never uh, been stranded. And I have gone on some crazy long-distance trips far, far away from home. And that was the closest I ever got. So I was able to coast right in. They hooked me up with the charging station. Would going down a long hill like that give you a little bit of a charge through regenerative braking? Yeah. So it actually... Yeah, my best experience with that was at Mount Washington in New Hampshire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's and, a lot of free juice coming down. Oh, road. man, it's the best because everyone else is burning out their brakes because they have physical brake pads that are hitting. And I'm just using Regen, and I get back like 15 miles of range right. from the top to the bottom. <laughs> you get your iPhone out, and you set it for maximum Regen, maximum oh, yeah. Regen braking. With the zeros, you can use your phone to set up your custom yeah. parameters. And that's one of the great things that we can do, you know, as zero operators is we can determine how much engine braking we have, you know? Yeah. It's, we can determine how do we want the bike to respond? And I've been, you know, experimenting for a couple of years now and that, uh, we had a customer that was in today who's had two different zeros, both SRs. So they're both hundred plus horse or hundred plus torque motorcycles. And he's always... Every car he drives is over 500 horsepower, except for his electrics. So this man has caviar tastes when it comes to automobiles and power. And I showed him on his bike how to set the regen for no regen on coasting. And then all the regen on the brake activation. Yeah. Which is exactly how he loves it. Mm -hmm. So when he blasts down the street, he blasts down the street. When he coasts, he coasts forever. 
Mm -hmm. But then when he touches his brakes, he gets mm -hmm. maximum regen. So he's barely ever heating up his brake pads. Right. It's mm -hmm. a really cool setting. If you get to mess around with your zero, that's a fun one when you have your custom setting and you want yeah. to play around. That's a really interesting one to use. I met a guy in South Carolina, in Spartanburg, South Carolina, yeah. who has that exact setup. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so nice being able yeah. to set up your bike to operate the way yeah. exactly you want it to. What, what was your question again? Oh, just what was the Preston best charging worst, station yeah. and what was the worst? Oh, yeah. Well, well, obviously, probably the worst was the one where you went there and there wasn't. Nothing worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was... That was really bad. There, there's been a couple places where you go to like a, a KOA or something, and if you go to the small uh, RV parks, the owner is at the desk, yeah. and you go in, you say, "Hey, can I use a dollar fifty worth of electricity for you know forty five minutes?" And they're like, "Sure, don't even bother. Just it's you fine. showed me the fifty amp hookup that you have that'll work mm -hmm. perfectly yeah. at any RV park. It's great." And they usually they they're super happy with just a conversation because I'm like a unicorn. Oh, yeah. they've never seen someone on an electric motorcycle in the middle of Kentucky. And or it's going to be hard for you to get out of some of those situations once your battery's charged, because you are such a unicorn. You plug into that NEMA 1450 outlet, you're only going to be there for 40 minutes. Yeah, it charges yeah. up pretty quick. It there. charges. Those are very hot leads. Yeah. But at and, some of those places, yeah. like the like the ones with more hierarchy, uh -huh. uh, you've got people who are like high school students who are at the desk, and yeah. they call the boss, and the boss is like, "Charge oh, him for a night." I uh, don't know if I can let you charge here. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and there was one lady near the tail of the dragon. I think it was on the. Um, the Cherahala Skyway. It oh. was on the Cherahala Skyway. See, now that's one of my favorite roads. Oh, this is so great. Yeah. And uh, and she called the boss, and he was just like, you know, 20 bucks. And and she looked. She gave me this look of like, I'm sorry. Right. I can't do anything. Fortunately, there was another um, RV park right down the road. I called them, and they. I went from like, it'll cost you 20 bucks for a dollar's worth of electricity right. to, sure, just charge for free. It's Plug no problem. In, in three miles, right? Another <laughs> technique that I find works really well at RV parks is, one, no matter how small the RV park is, there's always a Dave. Oh, yeah. So you get to the gate and you're like, hey, <laughs> I'm just visiting my buddy Dave with a camper. I happen to be around on a bike. I just figured I'd just go say hi. And then you go in. I got to find him. Just... I'll come back and let you know what my site is. Lingo. And I'll get a, a second vehicle pass. Right. Meanwhile, or just, you go to any site. I gotta go open. find my yeah. buddy Dave. Yeah. yeah, and you just go to find your buddy Dave, and you pull in, and you find the first plug that you can see that's not within eyesight of where you just were, <laughs> yeah. and you plug in four or five minutes later, and then wander around, and yeah. then wander around. You come out, and you're like, "Hey, that was great." Still Thanks looking for cool. Dave. Usually, what's going to happen though is you're going to get involved in a conversation when somebody walks up to you and sees your bike is electric and doesn't have any mufflers on it. Yeah, and that's the international <clears throat> symbol for you should talk to me now. And then you turn into talking to somebody for half an hour. But the good news is plug in first. It, it is, yes. It is nice <laughs> to be an extrovert if you're yeah. going to do these kind of plug-ins. I, I always ask permission when I go to these places. Yeah. And in the beginning, in 2013, I was really hesitant. I was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to say. But I've done it so many times, and the people at RV parks are so nice. Yeah. I've had I, So the best place I've charged... I've had so many wonderful experiences with with RV parks, just chatting with people and like people getting like to know to them and their too. story. Did anybody feed you? I mean, like, yeah. Hey, we're making some food on fire. You want to yes. come on over yeah. and get? Uh, yeah, another one right by the tail of the dragon. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the the name of the park, but yeah, it was just such a lovely family. They were sitting down to dinner. And I plugged in, and they were like, come on over and have some salad. And they, they were having, like, a big salad for dinner. And uh, I just sat with them and chatted, and then it was great. That's super so, cool. And Another, another fun charging stop was just recently uh, Tanger Outlets. Uh, almost yep. all have charging stations at their, their place. Just an outlet shopping center. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everything oh. you'd ever want so, in the way of outlet stores. So do uh, Walmarts. Yeah, I was about to say, don't most Walmarts have those, yeah. too? They well, I don't know. They may have the NEMA fourteen fifty plug, well, but they NEMA don't have 14. charging stations. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like a real uh, electric vehicle charging station. Right. At the, the one in Avon, they do. Yeah, I was about Walmart to say. I think, I think the one over by me and too, because they have the whole like you know the electric car only with the whole handles and the good, good, thing go, and stuff. Go figure. You never see electric cars in there. Yeah, the one at Walmart's a buck an hour. Yeah. So the the charger at Walmart is a charge point, and they're a buck an hour, and they do they operate with the app. 
So that's nice as you get the prognosis of when your unit's going to be exactly. charged, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing when you're looking at level two charging is by using that resource, when you see that on your PlugShare app, you see that that's available to you. It's kind of a luxury because then you don't have to do math to figure out when your bike's going to be charged. So you don't have to say like, well, if I go into the store for a half an hour, I'll come back out and check. Right. This and, tells you when you're going to be done. And at Tanger Outlets, they have these charge point stations, which yeah. are connected to the internet. Yeah. So you don't, it's not even, it's not Bluetooth. You don't have to be nearby. So it just gives you this amazing peace yeah. of mind. So I plug in at Tanger Outlets and I walk to it. And this is the one in Jeffersonville between Cincinnati and Columbus. And there's mini golf. And I had to walk like a half an hour to get to the, the place where I got the golf club. But I, <laughs> I got a golf club and and this was this was just silly. So I make a uh, I make videos for every day that I'm riding and just to share the experience so people get feel more comfortable with like what it's like. So so I, I was like, I'm gonna videotape myself playing mini golf. So I put my helmet on oh God. and used my helmet. <laughs> I played nine holes of mini golf with my motorcycle helmet. Oh, on. people had to love you. <laughs> the like, kids walking by and they're craning their necks around like, what is this? Oh, Look, mommy Daft Punk yeah. is playing mini golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while you could so plug cool. into any household one ten outlet, that's lame. You want you're looking for a char- dedicated charging station so you can get a 45-minute charge. Dur- during the day, I am. And this actually gets back yeah. to the question that this potential customer was asking, <laughs> what if I want to go to another city? So I I don't even actually need to... I live near New York City. I live in New Jersey, about 25 minutes out of the city. And I can ride from my home in New Jersey to Brooklyn, to Queens, through the Bronx, and back home, easy peasy, do not need to charge. So I can go to the Rockaways and go swimming with friends and not, I don't need to charge on the way. So anything around town, you don't need a fancy charging system. And I only use a 110 plug when I'm at home, using it like what I would consider normally, like what most people would use their zero for. When you're charging on the go, you, you, you need more power. Oh, yeah. More yeah, power. Absolutely. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Fans of Tim <laughs> Allen. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> so, yeah, you want the NEMA 1450, which is a 50-amp yeah. connection at the RV park. You want yeah. the, the uh, plugs that are electric car charging stations called J1772 plugs. Yeah. Worst name ever. It is but, the dumbest name. But yeah. that's a 30-amp uh, connection that gives you 6 kilowatts of power. Right. And I use two of them at the same time. Yeah, that's so I, what I wanted you guys to see his bike. Yeah. Because what makes his bike very special is the charging rig that they're, that he has installed. He's running two level two chargers synchronous. I mean, he's literally doing what everything says you shouldn't do. He has one in the so pioneer that's, that's and one on the belly, one or two on the belly. Two in the belly pan. Three in the belly. Three yeah. in the belly pan. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got, yeah. Three in the belly. Yeah, so he's got three in the belly pan. And those are the ones I use most of the time. The one on the on the pannier is for overnight one. Which kills me charging. is you know that giant space taker upper on the outside of his motorcycle mm-hmm. is the one ten. Yeah, yeah, and it then, does. It does yeah, like and then nothing. the big baller right. one is on the bottom, and the big bulky one because yeah. you know here at the shop we've got some of the Delta Q chargers and things like that. They plug into a heavier receptacle than your standard one ten outlet on the side of the motorcycle. They plug in by the motor underneath, you know, in the chassis area, we call the genitals of the motorcycle. And you plug that in, and that's still a 110, but it can provide you at a greater rate than your traditional 10 or 11 amp wall outlet. And But that device is a little bit bulky. You know, it's bigger than a lunchbox. And, you know, it's yellow, so you don't lose it or drive over it in the garage. But that's, you know, 650 bucks. So... With you running the ability to run two level twos at the same time and be able to feed the bike on a 1450, a NEMA 1450, yeah, that's fantastic, the charging speed that you're dealing with. Oh, yeah. It's so, just amazing. So it opens up the rest of the country. This, I was starting to say this at the beginning, but like, so near cities, I charge at electric car charging stations using two of these electric car charging plugs. Then when I'm near so the fun roads, up, you hog up two stations and yeah. plug them in. You bet. I love yeah. it. Yeah, Absolutely. take them both. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I'm near the fun roads in the countryside, there's always the RV parks sites. nearby. Yeah. There's tons of RV parks. Not all of them have uh, 50 amp connections, but there are enough of them where they're functionally everywhere. And if you camp, you'll know that even if <clears throat> you don't get 50, 
you're you probably getting 30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 30 is still a lot faster and a lot hotter than anything resembling your 110 voltage. Oh, yeah. So, you know, getting 220 volts are thrown at you at 30 amps is still fantastic. Yeah, it mystifies good. me when I take the RV out and yeah. you're at a campground and you're looking at 240 sites lined up. Yes. Everybody's got a 50 amp connection. Yeah. And there are 200 RVs all running the refrigerator, <clears> air <throat> conditioner. I'm like... What kind of fucking wire do they have buried underground? <laughs> 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 they are, are yeah. fucking, like it's, oh, yeah. it's that's not a serious. 10 gauge wire. You look oh, at their electrical meters going. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, can you, see that when I plug. You want to yeah. yeah. charge up your motorcycle? Yeah. Look what we got going on. Yeah, here, you know? exactly. like, so you have your two plugs. So you you're you're charging each pack on each cable, or how's the, the... so there's one battery pack, right? Right. Um, and so I have. I have three chargers. Two of them hook up to one of okay. the plugs, yep. Yep. and the other one hooks up to the other plug. Okay. And they they all feed into the battery. Oh, and the okay. Zero does their batteries in a very interesting way that other companies don't do. Inside the Zero motorcycle, the heaviest part of the motorcycle by far is the battery. battery. If you yep. figure ballpark, forty pounds per battery. So and these bikes, his bike is carrying five batteries. Oh. He's got the four stock batteries, and then up in the top where they would normally have a storage area or a charge tank, he's got a power tank, and the power tank is another <laughs> cell. So he's got an extra, like we said, the full tank of gas in his bike. Instead of a KLR with ten gallons on top, he's got forty pounds of additional battery range. Well, those are bled based. I mean, they're no, forty they're, pounds. Well, no, they're no, lithium no. ion. No, they're all lithium ion. Yeah, they're lithium. So it's ion. lithium. It's not lithium. Yeah, they're lithium ion. So it's much more energy dense. Yeah, yeah. each yeah. cell is about the size of a fat kid's lunchbox, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> it's a decent way to put it, or an antique toaster, right? And so the batteries so, do weigh about as much as four gallons of gas. Yeah, they're about four. Yeah, yeah maybe a little more than four gallons of gas. Yeah. Exactly. And so you figure if you ballpark yourself at forty pounds per cell. Her battery. Yeah. That's kind of a decent spread between the modern cells and the cells from a few years ago. And each cell, each battery has its onboard battery management system, which is really mm-hmm. clever mm-hmm. so that each battery can protect itself, can give you data about itself, so that if one battery should happen to have a problem, the other four don't. They're not like old Christmas tree lights. So if you have a battery with a problem, you can still charge and operate. It's just going to give you a fault code that says one of your batteries is checked out of the operation. So it doesn't have to balance or anything. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, well, you can throw as much at them as you want. Yeah, all the cells have to yeah, they're fine. Yep. They're just yeah. and that's what's okay. amazing about that's what is different about like the electro. Wait, but it sucks so up each, energy. Each one of those batteries. What's the voltage of the one battery? Well, the bike operates at a nominal one hundred volts. Right. Okay, it well, goes from yeah, it goes from ninety three to ninety three to one sixteen. Yeah. yeah, but so each one of those packs. Though, so we were just like kind of almost yeah. a side conversation. Yeah. So when I had my big drones and I had the big batteries, right? right. There are six cell lipo right. that's twenty four point twenty four point something, something volts, volts. Right. Yeah. Exactly. and all six of those cells have to be pretty much balanced, or right. the yeah. pack will become unhealthy. Correct. Right. So with those. Is yeah, they have like a self-balancing per cell. So like you have five battery packs. Is each one of those has a management system? Is yes. that also yeah? Because they right? they each pack has its own cell. Right. But the cells are uh, actually um, what are they called? The pouches. Pouches. Pouch cells. Yeah, they're, they're pouch extremely cells. dense, and that's why they they yeah. can get so much energy yeah. in such mm-hmm. a small. We're not space. using cylindrical cells. Right. Which yeah. have inherently a lot of basically a, a pack made up of D batteries. Well, they make their own pouches. A great. Way to look at it is your phone doesn't have cylindrical based batteries in it. Your no. phone has pouch based. Yeah, that's what it's saying with the thing. The yeah, lipo, exactly. like yeah. the flat, like not yeah. lithium, right. whatever. Yeah. They're right. flat. They're but the the motorcycle has in its brains it uh, uh, makes sure they're all balanced. Right. Right. So, so, so it is. So, yeah. so it is. Yeah. Right. yeah. Anytime you have the lithium <laughs> involved, it's going to have to be balanced. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's kind of a really interesting thing about that zero. I was very impressed when I saw that that we could take the bikes that have two batteries, like the dirt bikes. And we could just honk one battery out of it. Just, just, just reach in and grab a battery, pull the battery out of the damn thing, make the bike 40 pounds lighter, and still have the same amount of power, still have the same amount right. of torque, but now the bike weighs 40 pounds less, you just have the range. Yeah. And so for short-duration missions and stuff like that, for just yeah. funning around the neighborhood, the Zero was very flexible in that regard. We could just flank a ba- you know, pull a battery out of it, and it'd be good. The uh, And then put the other battery back in, and even though they're charged at different levels now, as soon as you plug it into the wall, it goes, oh, well, 
this one's at 22%, this one's at 82%. Let's bring Mr. 22 up to the 82% mm. level. Yeah. Rather than running 82% down to 22%, they just charge up the other way. Yeah, Zero's done a great job with, with developing their technology. Yeah. Amazing. So it's really fascinating. So they don't equalize it better. They won't let one battery charge the other battery and keep them at the same. Nope. As soon as you plug that second battery in, it doesn't go this. It does not do that. It goes, plug it in, now juice it up. Yeah. Pretty smart. He's waving his hands around for those of you listening yes, to that's the right. podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's very He's clear. He's doing one of these. It's yeah. very clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was doing the, le- the, the, the balance of justice. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll shuffle. I thought you were dabbing. I was dabbing. I'm about to do an extra dab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now on your last trip, how many miles total did you accomplish? Two um, years ago. Two years ago, that was 8,700 miles. And no gasoline was harmed. No gasoline was, yeah, used or harmed. Yeah, it was That's great. Amazing. You might be borderline, like, maybe able to get a Guinness World Record or something like that. I mean, most Well, I, I've looked into that. So right. in 2013, we were doing this Ride the Future tour, and we were trying to get a lot of publicity nice. for electric vehicles. At the same time, these two Italian guys were going from Shanghai to Milan. Giddy up. Now, I don't know how oh, your geography is, but <laughs> there are many miles there. Now, they did have a, a truck yeah. that carried a generator <clears throat> so they could to. charge. All of my charging is, is done with what is available publicly. Right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, wow. so I was going 4,500 4, miles on my trip. They were going 12,000 miles. So I, on that trip, I was telling people, I'm going for a Guinness World Record, right. knowing full well that they were just going to crush it. Spank. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. but, but I mean, wouldn't something like supported and unsupported kind of define the category? So if you're unsupported, that's like its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. haven't Guinness convinced works? Guinness that that is a yeah. unique enough difference. Really? Um, yeah. Dude, there's a, like, let me put it this way. When, when Charlie and, and, and Dude went around the oh, thing, yeah. they had a full crew with them. No, if yeah. you and me just went and jumped on some BMWs by ourselves and tried to go across all the stuff without right. that crew, yeah, you can. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. That's difference. That's true. Oh, long ride, long ride, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, long way around, long, long way down. down. I mean, you oh, might. Can you so get twelve thousand miles if you go all the way? Start off all the way up in Canada, and go all the way down through Mexico, South America, oh, what, Venezuela, top right? to tail. Yeah, yeah. Not to tell. The, you, yeah. If you did all fifty states in one summer, yeah. you could also do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've mm-hmm. I've done, or I'm sorry, all forty eight states. So I've done all forty eight states over a series of several summers. So you've yeah. hit all of them. Yeah, I'm the first person to ride electric motorcycles through all the lower forty eight states. Now I have a, spent a lot of my time many years ago riding long distances. I've given I've not given it up completely, but I'm taking a long break. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you when the next time is. I'm going to do any long-distance <laughs> riding. I've sold anything that's appropriate for it. Uh, didn't stop you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're surrounded by anything out here could cross the country. But the last time we did cross country, James and I did a 125cc madass. Uh, oh so, so you're going to go out on a bang, so to speak. Nice. But what kills me is you're not, like most of my friends who travel cross country are overloading the motorcycle. I mean, that's just the uh, nicest way to put it. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Well, that was, I was going to bring that up. Uh, one of your panniers is a charger. Right. Yeah. The other yeah. one is all your cables various cables and everything. <laughs> yeah. So where there's are you putting all your box. kit? Because there's a top box, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, I, so you're I living up... out of the top box? Yeah. yeah. And, la- wow. and the la- this is the first year I have a side box. Ah. Every other summer, I've only had the top box for cables and gear so this outfit so you know, <laughs> That's don't right. get too close don't get too close but I like no it. i like uh, it <laughs> i grew up camping like i said i grew up in new hampshire sure. so um so traveling minimalistically is easy wow. for me well, and also shirt and shorts in the sink and... i see different people at each city so if i wear the same Nobody thing knows. what do they know <laughs> but if but so now if you watch my videos like on YouTube my my username is Ben Swing cuz I also swing dance and and I'm um, into that later on he's talking he's going dancing later on tonight Yeah the next stop after this is going dancing Where are you going uh at the uh something brewery Forest Forest City, Forest City Brewery, Forest City brewery. Yeah, Forest City brewery. I offered Fantastic. to be his partner but he said his back's not up to it Um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ben has a really tough time. He has to go and dance with beautiful women all over America. Hmm. Uh, Sorry, guys. Gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful, intelligent, smart. Oh, so what you're saying is I wasn't good enough for you? The, uh, that's judge. what I'm saying. Uh, you're not yeah. even in line on his dance card. Jeez. His dance card perpetually full. Yeah. 
So I know it's tough. It's good Always stuff. a bridesmaid, never You know what? <laughs> That's the motivation that keeps him on that motorcycle all summer long. That's why I keep doing these trips. That's right. He's There's like, tonight I got to talk to these beautiful idiots, women. But then I get to go dance with beautiful women. All oh over. man, yeah. yeah so, so I mean, that's yeah. so that's where I've met a lot of the people I stay with. So that's, yeah. So like, my trip couch is also surf, unique. Your couch surfing game is strong because yeah. yeah. It's it's it might be legendary, but I'll let you decide because right? I don't want to like say it's legendary. But so here's yeah. here's what I do is like I have um, friends who live spread out all across the country. Because I noticed there's no tent, no, no. there's no sleeping, sleeping bag, bag no. there's no. no mat, and I have not stayed in a hotel. And there's none of that happy horseshit people need to go camping across yeah, America. Son. Yeah, I go to a campground <laughs> to charge up, and then I get the fuck out of there. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. So I I used to travel and compete and in, in swing dancing uh-huh. in Lindy Hop, and uh, and it's amazing. And you meet all these wonderful people. Oh, yeah. And at the time, I had this job that I hated, and it was complete escapism. It was a hundred percent to get out of my terrible daily life and just live and be alive, and it, and it was a wonderful way to do that. But I also met these incredible people, and so now all these incredible people and were have the kids in houses. The Lindy Hop in nineteen eighty six. No, on no. The East Coast, or were you? In well, a... uh, I let's see. In the early two thousands, like so, you got into it when it was phasing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got. You I started start in ninety six. Yeah, I started yeah. in ninety six. <laughs> ninety eight was the Gap commercial, right? Which is when it like really oh, yeah. like exploded sure nationally, yeah. absolutely. And uh, and I have not stopped doing it. Right. I just keep doing it, and yeah. and it's a great way so, to meet interesting people. So, Swingers, the movie is that cool or not cool? It, it's fun. Okay. It is fun. All right. Their their dancing is pretty awful, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were glad. It's actually interesting. Yeah. So it like was choreographed by somebody that was doing a fight scene earlier. Right. Yeah. Oh, then, it could have been yeah. choreographed by like Alvin Ailey, but those <laughs> actors were not going to execute the moves out. well. Yeah. They're funny actors. They did a great job in the movie. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> there are some movies. What you were talking about swingers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So swing kids, right? Oh, right about that. Germany yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. was uh, that had some of the background dancers are excellent, and some of the internationally known Lindy Hoppers did the choreography for that. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. um, so I've met all these people all across the country, and uh, and they all have kids in a house, <laughs> yep. and so they can't travel to see me nearly as easily as oh, I can see God, them. Oh my God, that's perfect. And I love because you have the ultimate profession trips. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, being yeah. a teacher, off, like I, I have time, not money, right? Right. And so I have worked this hard, such that I use the time to be with people I love. These are all like wonderful, wonderful human beings who I we reconnect immediately. And um, and so during the day, I'm alone. I can take whatever route I want. Yeah. If it's raining, I don't have to listen to someone else bitch and moan. Like I just plow through it. And then I, at night, I'm hanging out with someone I haven't seen in a few years. You're always a guest star. Oh, yeah. that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> that's do you have a, a, you, do you have a costume? N- no. Like for your dancing and everything? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. You've got a closet full of zoot suits. Well, you got to have some. No, 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 no actually on the, on the yeah. bike. Like when, you're, like when you're dancing, yeah. like when you're dancing tonight. Are you just going to wear that? Or are you going to have to like, you have a little something you put on? I, I have a little change of clothes. Oh, do you bring it? That's a good question. Does it fit on the bike? I, this is the first summer I've brought it. Really? Because in the past, I would dance in my motorcycle jeans. <laughs> oh, funny. With know. knee pads and hip pads. Oh, my and God. And they're heavy, yeah. right? Not the best. And yeah, my motorcycle stiff. boots that what? are, you know, <laughs> like bulletproof. Yeah. That is not the way <laughs> And I'm is. like, clunk, 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 right. clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. 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 That's so, cool. yeah. so that's cool. So this trip, though, you're able to put a little different spin on it. I had a little bit more room yeah, and you could because of the side cases. Side cases do it. And yeah. uh, so that's been a real luxury. And so, yeah, I stay with friends. and, and some... Honestly, you see your motorcycle parked out in the parking lot. Nobody's going to believe that you're traveling cross-country. No. Yeah. So that's why the couch surfing <laughs> Not one bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's crucial. I love it though, and it and it saves me a lot <laughs> of money. Exactly, Even the on the cro- on the Four Corners tour, yep. where I went to Seattle, L.A., Florida, and up, um, that I it was fifty one days. Okay, and I spent three days in Airbnbs, and that like there are no Lindy Hoppers in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. I was I was about to ask <laughs> you about that. there probably are, but they're just not telling a lot they, of people. They're just like, yeah, no. <laughs> they're closeted. Yeah. I bet you they're probably in their eighties. Yeah, they're probably too. Gen One if they're still around. Yes, yeah. Yeah. They're the originals. Yeah, I'm thinking they're Gen One. If you're lucky enough to find them, yeah. upright uh, yeah. and breathing, <laughs> yeah, you could probably stay in their, the next room over at the home. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 People light up when you, when oh, you talk you, about absolutely. swing dancing and they're, they're like, I used to be this person. And they did. So it's super hey, fun. Good night, yeah. <laughs> We yeah, had the fleet hop. We did it on uh, skates. He's he's absolutely right. We did this. <laughs> we did this video one time of all the guys from the the Korean War. Yeah. They're all like on their last like. It was like it was, it's an honor flight. So we we, okay, yeah. we followed him from Connecticut all the way down to the memorials and walked around and stuff. Yeah. Then at night they had a nice dinner for him. And halfway through it, they started playing the Andrews Sisters, and this lady right. came out dressed kind of like that. And yeah. they said mail call, and all these dudes that were basically like kind of sleeping and stuff, and just sitting there were like. Oh. You know, and they got yeah. all into it, and they were super yeah. pumped. So it was, oh, yeah. I almost had erection. Whatever it takes, man. Yeah. It was that's cute. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's great that that, you know, we joke in the scooter community yeah. we're the same way. We can go anywhere. I was in Germany, put a note oh, cool. on a bike, yeah. said, nice Vespa, like, nice P200. Obviously, looking at the bike, it wasn't just a commuter like the other 2,000 bikes right. that are in Germany. It was clearly owned by a scooter boy. It was clearly a pride-type <clears> bike. Yeah. And I left a note, said, hey, I'm in town. I'm a scooterist from Cleveland, Ohio. This is the number I'm at. Guy called me up, went out, had a great dinner, stayed at his place, the whole thing. Yeah. Because when you're into something that's cool like that, right. I don't know if yeah. it works in decoy duck collecting. I can't guarantee <laughs> it. But no, but they're communities. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. There's yeah. a feeling of brotherhood yeah. with these other people. Yeah. And, uh, and it's amazing. So, so swing dancing specifically has really helped with that. That's been uh, great. Uh, halfway down the Blue Ridge Parkway, yeah. I always stay in Blacksburg with a guy I I met, a uh, guy I met online, and, <laughs> but you know, like on a uh, on electric in- motorcycle forum, and I was like, this is my route, and I don't have a place to right. stay near Roanoke, Virginia, and he was just like, hey, you can crash. Oh my yeah, place. that's one of the few things that forums are actually good for. Because mostly for- web forums are horrible places to be. <laughs> right. but, yes. but things like that, like I, I witnessed this a couple weeks ago on a, a, a forum I go on quite a bit. Where a guy was broken down and like butt fucked like Idaho yep. somewhere, and he got on the thing and was like, "Hey guys, man, I'm stranded in Idaho. I, I need a back tire. I'm happy oh, yeah. to pay for it, but I can't even. I'm in the middle of nowhere." Within 20 minutes, somebody had picked him up in a truck and took him to like an hour away to the local motorcycle shop and got him back on. We the had road. an awesome. analog version of that 100 years ago, and the analog version was you'd join a club, and it was something along the lines of an American Motorcyclists Association, right. but it was different and there was a paper roll and it was a paper roll and there was one phone number for the whole country and some poor bastard drew the short straw that year to be the phone manager and that phone number the 1-800 number forwarded to their phone right. and at four o'clock in the morning you'd be the guy that took the call and said okay hey Ryder, where you at um broke down where are you aurora ohio where are you specifically? I'm in, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm at this point in this location. All right, let me get the book. You hear paper shuffling, and they look, wow. Aurora, Ohio, okay, well, we got four people, give or take 20 miles from Aurora, Ohio, and they'd start calling people. Yeah. And say, hey, look, you agreed to have your name on this list, so you got access to the list should you need it someday. Right, mm-hmm. right. And can you set this guy up? Do you, And then you used to list what your assets were. So if you've had a trailer, mm. if you had a garage full of tools... You yeah. know, if you had a hot white seventeen year old daughter, yeah, right, right, whatever, <laughs> you made sure you listed that. Ooh. That's the this third way. thing on everyone's <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. What a farmer's daughter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you're But the, uh, but that was the way it worked. And I remember one time I broke down cross country, and I was like, I had the card in my wallet, and I was in Nebraska, and I will remember this for a very long time because I called them, and they went, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have a number where we can call you back? And this was before cell phones, you know. We, I said, right. pay phone number. Yeah. Gave the guy the pay phone number. Wow, how old are you? Old. <laughs> and I had to wait by the pay phone with a yeah. broken bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I waited by the pay phone with a broken bike. And eventually, I mean, like an hour and a half later, the guy called me back. And he goes, we got a guy. He's got a pickup. And he's coming to get you. And he'll set you up at his house. He's got a garage full of tools. I said, that's everything I need. I'll be fine. He's like, great. I was like, when will it be here? He says, two and a half hours. The guy was 100 miles away from me. The guy drove 100 miles to pick me up. By the time we got back to his house, 11 o'clock, 11.30. You knew everything about each other. Yes, we did. As soon as as we got to the house, I just, I realized it was one of those situations where we're like, this guy is, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. He was my only hope. 
Because Nebraska, there are not a lot of BMW dealerships <laughs> per square mile. There's not a lot of humans. Right. And it was <laughs> it was bad. And I was like, just show me your tools, dude. Yeah. No, we're going to have some beers. We're going to relax. We're going to hang out. It's going to be great. And we drank six beers in the car on the way back, in the truck on the way back to his house. <laughs> Good man. Because it's Nebraska. Yeah. He didn't show right. up empty handed. No, he didn't. But <laughs> by the time we got back to the garage, I just wanted to fix the mm-hmm. bike. Yeah. And I just dove into the tool chest and the whole thing. And I was like, man, if this guy wouldn't have been here, I would have really been boned, you know. Really a good thing to have that infrastructure, that good network that we have now through forums. Yeah, and and even, so I kind of expect people who are already interested in electric motorcycles to be really friendly and offer up, like, oh, yeah, stay with me if you want or stop by. Um, But I went on some some regular gas bike forums and... Uh, talked about electric motorcycling, yeah. and a bunch of people just said, hey, I'm in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, or yeah. here, Texas, and just stop by if, if I'm on your way. I'd lo- I'll would i share a beer with you. Or, yeah, or yeah. You electric or up. gas, you're still on two it's wheels. Awesome. So people yeah. are going to yeah. respect that. I mean, yeah. like, it's yeah. same like, you know, everybody thinks, oh, Harley guys and scooter guys and dirt bike guys. and the, it, Once you get past all the parading around and stuff, it, you yeah. can have conversations still, with yeah. these guys. And, and what, what I found is online, you, you see a lot of just hate being spewed mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. in every which way. Oh, in person. It's, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. But when I have my electric motorcycle in person, oh, yeah. surrounded by Harley guys, right, yeah. uh, at some amazing <laughs> road in western North Carolina, then everyone is interested. And I've mm-hmm. never had a negative experience. Right. I've only had That's positive great. experiences. Great. BMW guys, Harley, like whoever... Every uh, um, people who ride like uh, sport bikes mm-hmm. on Skyline Drive, they they all came over and they're like, "Whoa, this is electric!" And throughout the years, in 2013, the conversation was like, "What the heck is this?" Right. And now it's like, "Oh, this is it's a zero. zero. Yeah. You know, like th- they know a couple of things. Starting to acknowledge it. it. Yeah. yeah. You say, John? Are you a pure electric bike guy, or do you have <laughs> other bikes, or have you ridden? Do you have gas bikes? Have you ever had a gas bike? Or yeah, what? you are outing me right now. Hey. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel attacked. No, no, no. That's a good question, and a lot of people ask that. Uh, but I got a motorcycle to get off gas, uh, so I am a passionate environmentalist. So you were trying to Definitely. get out of a car. So yeah. you got a motorcycle. And but specifically, I got a Vectrix, which was the first electric motorcycle that was available. Widely, mm-hmm. and uh, Bill might have some things to say about a Vectrex. It had go ahead. It had forty <laughs> miles of range and a nickel metal hydride battery yeah. that you had to run all the way down in order to keep the charge. Did you pay, did you pay full price for it? I think so. You're one of the only ones. Oh, uh, yeah. I was young and naive. <laughs> yeah. So, but I got my motor because the the uh, Nissan Leaf was not even released at that point. And the Vectrex was from Connecticut. Yeah. So that's where their headquarters were. Uh, yeah, and I was in I was in Maryland. I got my motorcycle license, and that 250cc trainer bike was the only gas bike I've ever ridden. I, I okay. so whenever whenever people say like, "Hey, let's trade bikes sometime," uh, I know that they're not going to do it. So I'm like, "Yeah, let's do that." But I'm, right. I'm like, I've never shifted a motorcycle. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, wow. I except for that BRC, the basic rider. But that's a good thing too. It it also speaks to that. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want to enter the world of motorcycling. I'm an electric. I feel like I should go out and earn my stripes first. And, I'm, and mm-hmm. I always, this happens in the showroom all the time. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do you want to learn how to use an inferior system just so you can know how to use the inferior system? The transmission exists because the motor is not flexible enough. It's so flawed. So if the motor, <laughs> right, it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. If the motor were more flexible, you wouldn't need 10 speeds in your transmission to make it work. You know? Yeah, internal so, combustion engines are so poorly designed, yes. but they work. Yes. Yeah. Right? It so, was, therefore, we've just kept using them for right. over 100 it's years. One of those, it's one of those games where you, if you lay out all the pieces of an internal combustion engine, yeah, all those potential fail points, oh. and, I, and even in a two-stroke, mm-hmm. where there's literally less. a third yeah. less of them. Yep. Yeah. Sleepy can tell you <laughs> how many fail points. I mean, when you even when you narrow it down to a two-stroke with a single cylinder, yeah. he's still experiencing multiple failure, failure, failure all the time. With you have an electric, you have a moving part. So that begs the question: Have you ever killed your zero? The uh, well, it has been largely bomb-proof. The the bike just just works. I just get on it. it when I leave it in my garage over winter. You don't have to change the oil. You don't have to change spark plugs. Yeah, there's no oil. I was asking the him earlier, how it's, many miles does he have 
in his in his electric riding career. Yeah, so it's I have shocking. Five thousand on the Vectrix, right? Twenty-seven thousand on the twenty twelve, twenty-three thousand on the twenty fourteen, and now sixteen thousand. Yeah. So, so you're under a so hundred thousand, but very close to it. Right? Seventy thousand. Yeah. I cross, I broke seventy thousand. Like about a thousand miles ago. You know, when you traded your bikes in or sold them, whatever, they were running fine and just yep. happy to, you know, there was nothing. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted more battery. Right. I just wanted a yeah. longer range. It was just for an upgrade. Tempted by the better stuff. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. most of the people that I know that are electric riders are upgrading things that work fine. Mm-hmm. They're not repairing things. Yeah. They're literally going, ooh, that charges faster. I'll buy one of those. Well, that goes further. I'll buy one of those. Oh, yeah. They're throwing away perfectly good chargers to put other chargers on the bike. Yeah. You know? So how is the, this just because it all goes along with the electric bike thing. So we know the depreciation of gas bikes pretty much. We see it come and go. Mm-hmm. How, is, how is it with the electric bikes yeah. when you trade it? Yeah, it's really, um, because it's not well known, um, mm-hmm. people just kind of assume electric bikes depreciate the, the same. same yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to get a really good price when you sell it used. So there's a lot of great deals on used electric motorcycles. Mm-hmm. So for people who are interested and remember that in electric, especially with zeros, that shit's all backwards compatible. Yeah. So you can if you them. buy a three-year-old zero and you want to put a 116 foot-pound torque motor in it, you can upgrade. You can do that. Hmm. Yeah. You know, if you want to buy a three or four-year-old zero and put the latest, hottest 14.4 batteries in it, you can do that. Hmm. So. It's a really interesting platform. It's a very interesting idea because in the world of motorcycles, most people would generally go, well, I'm going to sell my 250 and I'm going to get a 750. You're, you're dumping the entire operating system. Right. Whereas with a Zero, you can literally sell your 80 foot-pounds torque motor and put in a 116 foot-pounds torque motor in it yeah. and keep the rest of the motorcycle that you paid for. You're yeah. only replacing the part that you need to change. So the, the bikes, like, it doesn't matter how many yeah. miles. So when I went, my latest bike with twenty three or 27,000 miles, uh, I I went to a dealer to see what they would give <clears> me <throat> for it. And they're like, oh, well, 27,000 miles is a lot of miles. And I'm like, it's <laughs> electric. Yeah. It, like, it may as well have zero miles. Right. Like, there's, yeah. you know, maybe the belt's got a little bit of wear, right. but that's the a $60 tires, part. Yeah, that's about it. And and the it. tires? Worst case scenario, that's... a couple bearings, maybe? Maybe? A bearing or two? Yeah. You know, well, and the way that... Fork oil? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we're grasping at straws here. Like, right. what You really can't. Not be perfect with and it. And that's one of those game. That's one of those items where the way the bike... The bike doesn't operate in a traditional plane bearing, yeah. the way you're thinking about it. So uh, it's not even like there's a susceptible to wear bearing that's in there that could fail and cause you a problem. That's well, just wheel bearing. Right. It's got to have a right. wheel, wheel bearing. bearings. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Wheel bearings. Sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I yeah. replaced the fart fan at work. Yeah. In the toilet <laughs> that had been installed sometime in the seventies. Yeah. And had been there was no switch on it. No. It just ran at three thousand RPM for, for the last well, maybe forty-five less than years. That. Yeah. For forty-five years yeah. in plain bearings. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, exactly. like, yeah. 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 Electric motors are everywhere. They're the fan in of my air neighbor's handlers. garage. He's yeah. got one of those vent fans on the ceiling of his garage, or the roof of his garage, mm-hmm. that causes me to not be able to hear the lake when I sleep. Yeah. And it's just... And we figured out this morning, when I woke up and I opened up the window, and I heard that... I was like, we've owned this house for 23 years. That fucking fan has been running for 23 <laughs> years. Yeah. Probably Electric motors are, are they're just... Again, they're yeah, bomb they I, I might work. I might know a guy that can help you out with that. I do too. Okay. I know a guy. He's me. I need to clamber up on this roof with a stick and jam it up under that hood and just make all the smoke come out of that electric motor. Yeah. And I'll be able to hear the lake for the first time in twenty three years. Yeah. That's you, wild. You gotta yeah. bring that up to this guy. This sounds like it's it's weighing heavy on you. He's a motorcycle guy too. So yeah. Oh. I was gonna say you drop a little something in his ear that the garage he doesn't the garage in the house he doesn't live in. Fans a little noisy. So what's our time like? We're only allowed to use up. Yeah, an we're hour. allowed to use it. We're actually we're actually doing Almost really good. Time. We're at fifty three yep. minutes right now. Hey, whoop, whoop. so Zenith the South, Sleepy, how come you didn't die last week? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was an awesome experience. So, uh, as we had talked about for the last few podcasts, this last weekend was flat out Friday, and then the Fuel Motorcycle Show on yeah. Saturday. Hell flat yeah. out Friday is uh, 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 Dr Pepper Syrup Circle Track Racing. So it wasn't Coke, it was Dr. Pepper. It was Dr. Pepper, and they couldn't really get it to stick. 
But the, so they poured more of it on there and all this stuff. And <laughs> the so, answer is to pour more. Yeah, yeah. got a layer of it. So I really didn't know what to expect, and I was obviously I was racing the Booney class with the Green Bastard, mm-hmm. and yeah. Booney, Booney class being... is mini bikes. So it's, oh nice, like, mini whatever. Mini but I'm telling you right now, I think honestly we were like ten miles an hour slower than the big bikes because it's such a small thing that you mm-hmm. really yeah. you couldn't go. Didn't have time. So yeah. during practice, I went out there. First of all, let me just say the guy, the flat out guy, or the Mama Tried people. Mm-hmm. They're awesome, man. Yes, they are. That dude, the guy that ran it, I think his name was Kevin, he said, like, you might wonder why you're all smashed into pits together. He's like, because I want you guys to be a community. Yeah. He's smart. like, I don't want, That's I don't really want cool. like, the new guys Being that are on Booney right. bikes to feel unwelcome by the guys on hooligans and stuff like that. Yep. You're all here to have fun and do whatever. Cool. That's the way so to do it. So it's really cool. And so, you know, a little nervous. Of course, you know, a couple of the other Booney dudes start talking to me. And that's when Oliver Peck came over. And he was talking with us because he was like, have you ever done this before? I'm like, nope. <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're all kind of excited. And uh, so they finally they started uh, practice. And I went out there. And so I thought, all right, I'm going to go ride this thing around this thing. Mm. Can I tell you how hard it is to turn on Coke or uh, Dr. Pepper syrup? <sighs> you hit it and you turn. And, I mean, like, you have to push harder than you think you are. You have to lean further over than you think you should. Yeah. And you're just waiting for this thing just to fly out from underneath you. And it's you, hooking up. But it's hooking up. I couldn't believe how well it was wow. hooking up. And then the crazy part is, is about two or three laps into this, you have arm pump like you've never had oh, yeah. before. <laughs> and so the first practice, I had to figure out how to ride this thing. Right. Like, I, I didn't know, should I, should I do the circle track thing and shove my leg out? Should right. I sit? Should mm-hmm. I, so I was kind of figuring out. So you didn't do the ski boot thing like I read? Oh, no, 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 no. We, uh, I, I did, um, I taped the foot. Oh, we good. We did tape good. the bottom. Yeah. yeah. But so the first round, it was like a, you know, the second round for practice started to get a, a feel for it. Right. And me and a couple of guys, like, there was two guys that were obviously. Like, and this is all anti-clockwise. This whole thing is turning All left. turning left the yeah. whole time. Yeah. And uh, there was two guys that had, and I dare to call them mini bikes. They were they were like XR50s with Those like a mini bike bikes motor. for sure, man. Oh, yeah. Big wheels. Yeah. They were meant to corner. I watched the video. Yeah. These guys brought fucking ringers. Well, and the, <laughs> yeah. the one guy, the one guy was the guy that raced in every single class and was doing backflips on a mini bike. Yes. I mean, like he, he he didn't suck in any way at wow. anything he was doing all day. Yeah. Yeah. Solid guy. Yeah. The other guy also raced a hooligan class and something else. So these guys were like Hey, let's make these mini bikes and just go really fast. It was yeah, the guy with yeah. the white leathers. Yeah, right? the white leather, yeah, Finley or Finn, whatever. Yeah, he was, he was, he was really good. Oh, yeah. they're all good. Whatever. Yeah. But um, so <laughs> it got more and more comfortable, and I finally figured out you just got to sit over the front of the thing and as just... far forward as you can get, oh, stick okay. your leg, which so basically it was like doing a leg plank for ten minutes. Like you just have your legs sticking out. It was because just... where else are you going to put it? Well, yeah, you can't bring it back. <laughs> you can't put it under you. There's no under you. But under you is your left butt cheek. <laughs> Two inches above pop of Dr. Pepper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the whole time, though, like you'd think, okay, you're racing mini bikes, whatever. But I'm telling you, man, the spirit of competition and stuff and just doing it. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, a couple thousand people there. Yeah. It was exhilarating as hell, it dude. <laughs> you get out there, and I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm passing this guy. Yeah. Like, I'm totally getting into it and stuff. But then, like, you know, you see the, the dudes. So there were guys. This one dude had a bull taco. Yeah. Two-stroke Bill Taco. He was he was wheeling on every single straightaway mm-hmm. and laying this thing and actually sliding the back tire yeah. somehow on Coaxer up around. Yeah, and your thing. straightaway was at least eighty-five feet. Yeah, maybe it was, ninety feet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Some of those guys are pretty intense, yeah. but I mean, it was so much fun that one, everybody that didn't go this year needs to go next year I if they oh, do yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, um, I'm. If I can figure this out, I might drive to Minneapolis on the thirty-first and yeah. go race up there for the Harley one fifteenth right. thing because it was that fun. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same operation. Yeah, it's the same concept. It is. Now, how much did your motorcycle cost? Um, <laughs> I got it for three hundred and twenty bucks. There you go. But now, but now, because of this, yeah, I'm already like, I, I need a torque converter. I got yeah, to get upgrades. Upgrades. Fifty whole dollars. I know. <laughs> if you go to a tractor supply company, you might be able to get a deal. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, yeah, it's not much to do this, and it's so worth Stick it. Stick with it the comet. So spend the money. Fun. Spend the good money. Get a comet clutch. Yeah, for seventy. Yeah. For seventy. <laughs> it's it's kind of like playing those racing as video a, games. At the end, of, you get your car, or your motorcycle, as a die and you pick hard. your upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. As a diehard mini biker. Well, Bruce yeah. bought that. Yeah. Bruce bought that booty bike oh, just yeah. like yours. That's not yeah. fit. That has a one seventy five. Yes. Yeah. Was, yes. was it Poolstar? It was Poolstar. Yes, oh, yeah, it was yeah, out of yeah. a one seventy five Trizinger. It's yeah. Poolstar. No. So it's a two stroke one seventy five with an expansion chamber yeah. on it. I guarantee you, <laughs> in a straight line, it'll be the fastest thing out there. And this was it this, was terrifying. This yeah. was completely unexpected, but pretty awesome. So like when you signed up to race, yeah, you got you got a, a like a, a wristband. Sure. 
and on the wristband was a chip. So their whole their whole scoring <clears throat> system was digital. Oh, the transponder. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah the transponder. So, so you that, were at a transponder event. Yeah, and check this out. <laughs> so How you, much did that cost for you to participate? Um, well, I had to do the AMA thing. So I think it was like eighty bucks. But it, it was forty to race and twenty dollar pit pass, whatever. So, <laughs> but it was awesome. For, no, uh, I, and what, best I paid that for a weekend just for the transponder. Right. To do a track day. But weekend. this is this is how crazy yeah. this is. So it's. By the time you finished your race, your yeah. results were on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you went to this website, wow. like TT yeah. tracked, whatever. You found the event. Yeah. And it would say, what class and what heat? You go like this, and boom. And you say, oh, I got fourth place. I got fifth place. Like right you after you go look wow. for a leaderboard. Nothing. You didn't have to have a pit crew. You didn't have to no. have somebody yeah. holding them. And so these guys, these guys were awesome, man. I really, really hope they come back next year. I yeah. mean, like the turnout was okay. I think yeah. they did like three, 4,000 people or something like that. Yeah. Which you know was the first year here, but and they they were expecting more racers, I think too. Yeah, well, they so. called us just before the event and made a kind of an open invite. They were like, "Look, if you can get any asses and seats, if you can put anybody on a bike, <clears throat> believe me, if they bring the bike down, if it has two wheels and a motor, we got a class form." Yeah, like we'll yep. make a class. Yep. Did anybody get hurt? Yeah, two guys got. Yeah, uh, mang- I want to say mangled, but one guy got Dr. Pepper burns. Well, he got uh-huh. ran over by a bike, and I think yeah. I think more or less they were worried about his back because like I think it just his bike. He was on a inappropriate classes, choppers and things right. that shouldn't be racing on this. And that bike had to weigh 650, 700 pounds, yeah. and it just yeah. smushed him. And then this other dude, I don't know what happened to him. He was kind of like a hooligan dude. Yeah. And I never saw him crash or anything, but all of a sudden I saw paramedics there, huh. and they were putting him on a backboard and then taking him out. Yeah, it's weird. So I don't really know what happened to him, but besides that, everybody else was, you know. I tried walking across the Dr. Pepper floor, and I almost lost a shoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit is grippy. Uh-huh. My nice tires, my <laughs> so I put, the, I, I put the bike on the trailer. <laughs> I get home. I, you get I wheel, I wheel it back in, and and every leaf and everything yeah. in my yard You're is picking all this stuck shit up. Yes. 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 Pull the garage and can stuck to your bike. <laughs> so, so the, the the whole experience Friday was great. And again, man, like uh, the, I hope the flat out guys come back and ask, well, the mama tried the whole thing. Yeah. It was, it was and really then good. Saturday, you know, it was a continuation of it. Yeah. Was the fuel show? Yep. And I think the lowbrow custom guys and all those guys kind of. Yeah, it was a great it. show. We had a great time. Unbelievable, man! Beautiful show, and it's one of those shining. I think it's a very prideful shining moment for Cleveland to be able to host a show like that. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because there's this. You're in the hood. You're on the east side of Cleveland. You're you know over there at 52nd and Hamilton. Don't rob me. And yeah. uh, <laughs> there's a blast radius of trucks and trailers from all over America. So you see California license plate, New Mexico license plate, Washington State license plates, because people are bringing beautiful hand-built motorcycles and some stuff that would just knock your eyes out, yeah. and it's creative. So they're being very careful about what they let in the show. So these bikes that are there, every single bike is a piece of art. Oh, wow. And they're just so well done. And it's not segregated to just Harleys no. or just Japanese bikes or anything. Thing. It's everything. tons of British. Yeah. yeah, no, there was everything. And that's what the and the crowd reflected that. Yes, it did. But I haven't seen, I, I give these guys a lot of credit. I haven't been to a show like that where there was a pretty decent Harley contingency yeah. and everybody was cool. Everybody was cool. I mean, like, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that they're not usually, but it's like for some reason at this particular show, it just everybody blended. With, I like, think yeah, everybody's so happy to have, I think they're happy to have the opportunity. Yeah. It's a daylight event. That's why it ends at six o'clock or right. eight o'clock or whatever. It's a daylight event. People do want to get into the mes. They want to get into the art of that bike. They want to get into the the art that's hanging on the walls. Right. There was a whole barn full of vendors. There was a whole building yeah. warehouse full of vendors. I thought it was very very well represented show mm-hmm. that as a grassroots vibe far more than anything that resembles an IX Center motorcycle show mm-hmm. where each okay. vendor has to pay you're, thousand. You're in a warehouse where you could get tetanus. Oh yeah, you know, like, that was awesome. Yeah, That's where I want to see custom bikes. dispensing us, right? Session, right? Yeah. You know, you're at the IX Center. It's like the ladies like vacuuming the floor behind yeah. you and all this. It's, I was very, <laughs> it's always been a very good event, and cheers to those guys for putting it on because uh, I know they work their ass off to make that happen. Yeah. So good for them. And then they all the vendors they had there, the smell of whatever barbecue they were cooking <laughs> was coming into the main building. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at bikes, and I'm like. Oh, I can't fucking concentrate. I need to go spend some money. Did we mention that on Saturday the bike show is free too? It is free. It's walk in. Yeah, yeah, just walk in. You can't pay. No, it's impossible to pay. It's a free motorcycle show. Yeah, and it's very nice. I was telling you, it's one of those things that we have it in Cleveland. We're happy to have it. Uh, Also, I'm going to wrap up real quick. Distinguished Gentleman's Ride uh, is September 30th. 
-hmm. So check your local listings. The last Sunday of September. The last Sunday of September, because we're going to be doing one here in Cleveland. Uh, I'm not allowed to disclose the route or the ride locations because you must register to get that information. However, we will probably be having breakfast at Porco that morning. Oh, good place for breakfast. Yeah, yeah it's like amazing. a great place I for think breakfast. that'd be excellent exactly. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Can I have a painkiller for breakfast? <laughs> oh, yes. I think it'd be hard to leave there without a painkiller. Yeah. yeah, that's Level exactly three. it. So I, got, yeah. I have two months to get my, my, my scooter September running. September 30th, baby. Yeah. 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 Painkiller yeah. Extinguished. Yeah. What were you talking about? You said something about... Uh, bring it on, baby. You said you had, I got a message from you. You said something about a tuning fork. Oh, that's a post podcast. Mm. Oh. Ah. Check. All right. That's that'll be on the down low for our special Patreon subscribers. <laughs> uh, just a couple of things. Yeah. If people are interested in following my they should. adventures, yes. uh, I update my Facebook page, Ben Rich Electric Biker. He does update his Facebook page. And then yeah, it has photos yeah. uh, like so we're up there for yesterday you, and today. You won't get anything from September until June. <laughs> but once it's the summertime, I will flood your page with like oh, adventures and yeah, charging yeah. spots and crazy stuff like that. And then uh, Instagram uh, and, and YouTube, if you look up Ben Swing, all one word, just Ben That's Swing. That's where I've seen some of your videos. That's and, what, yeah. Yeah, from traveling and doing a couple. I, I, I watched, one, like, you did, you do a pretty good job, like, putting, like, when Not you're doing ben your trip. Swinger. You put together quite a bit of a segment. So Different it's like a, a nice little package. Like Thanks. Yeah, video. well, I yeah. am terrible at editing, but I <laughs> can talk pretty well. Yeah. And the the videos hopefully bring you on one of these rides. And some people told me, mm-hmm. bless them, that they have watched and listened every one of every minute of every one of my videos. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. a lot of people have, have told me, I get this feedback like once a week, that yeah. they they were on the fence about getting an electric motorcycle. They're really uncertain about it. They watched my videos, and then they took the plunge. And they were like, look, if this guy can go cross-country on these, then I can use it for around town. And it's or absolutely true. It's, it's and fine. We constantly, I fall in the trap, and I'm guilty of it, as talking to people as though, well, this is a great thing to add to your motorcycle stable. It's not added to your motorcycle stable. This is no, your motorcycle. This is, this is how That's I get your around. bike parked out there. It's my primary transportation. I, yeah. I do have a car, because in the winter, we have ice yeah, on the roads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but we this wouldn't is know anything about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ice, salt. <laughs> yeah, your your roads Potholes, are debris. about as nasty and potholy as my roads in New Jersey. Oh yeah, because I New Jersey ha- for a long time I was thinking New Jersey just has the worst roads. <clears throat> Not being hyperbolic about it, no, because no. I have ridden on roads in every state in yeah. the in oh, the yeah. continental U.S. And when I got back home, it yeah. was back to being like a rodeo yeah. or a or a obstacle Serious course. Serious arm pump. And now uh, you guys are giving me a run for the, my money. I think Detroit can get in when they're with us, too. Well, I bet they can. Yeah. yeah. Detroit's I, a whole different game. I have but, avoided yeah. Detroit. But I will say that New Jersey has more car fires on the side of the road than we do in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah there yeah. does seem to be a lot of cars just yeah. on the side of the road. We have our fair share. And Detroit, it's and once a again, couch Detroit, on, fire yeah. on the side of the freeway going, wow, <clears> on the side of the freeway. And it's a couch. Yeah. Well, in Detroit, there might be people. Explain <laughs> that to me. <laughs> How did that end up being the solution to the problem? That's crazy. Also, I would have been wanting to say I love your Doctor Who Oh, thank shirt. you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is Ten awesome. 10th and 11th Doctors. Yeah. Yes. The, the nerd is time. strong in yeah. this building. Yeah. The what? The nerd, the is, nerd strong. is strong yeah. in this building. Oh, I'm a huge We have a Doctor Who pinball machine. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. In the right. building. Well, if I would have known you were a Whovian, you wouldn't playing it earlier. I gotta play with I, I gotta play with beautiful babes. I gotta dance with beautiful babes. I know. <laughs> so so I will. So save fuck that your damn pinball machine. <laughs> Getaway sticks. Next <laughs> cross country trip, I'll stop by. We'll play pinball. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Did you see night. the stems on that one? Late night. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, that's it. This is a, a short podcast. We're going to do another uh, drop tomorrow night at the Road Rash Bash. Saturday night. Thanks for having me. Take chances. And press the goddamn button.